right, good afternoon. You are listening to Al's Senior Moments, where we talk about important matters to senior adults. Uh, today's guest is Mike Keeney, and Mike is with Hometown Healthcare, uh, also kind of known as the Wheelchair Guys uh, in North Alabama. And uh, he is here today because I feel like it's a very important topic to talk about mobility, mobility for individuals. Now, I think that topic is really important because mobility has a lot to do with, I guess, uh, being dependent, uh, independent. Mm-hmm. And uh, when people age, we have different reasons people become less dependent, whether it's an injury or illness or, or, or just aging in general. Um, but today I wanted to, Mike to come on the show and to talk about the different types of wheelchairs and uh, the process for obtaining a wheelchair, because that's not always known, and uh, it sometimes takes a little bit longer than people may realize. <laughs> Mike, thanks for being with us today. Well, thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here. Yeah, I know. We've known each other for a couple of years, and I'm glad we're getting a chance to talk about this and share information about it. Now, there are different types of wheelchairs. We have manual wheelchairs and power wheelchairs. Can you tell us a little bit about the the differences between the two? Well, in manual wheelchairs, there's a a couple of different styles there. Uh, uh, There's a a style I I call a broken leg chair, which is a short-term use designed for somebody who's broken their leg or their hip. They're going to be getting up in a month or two, and they're not going to be needing it anymore. Those are generally uh, one-size-fits-none and um, pretty uncomfortable. But it's common. It's what most people have. Um, If you're going to be wheelchair dependent and use it for a really long time, what we want to do is a customized chair, one that is designed for you with your size and your shape and your lifestyle all taken into consideration so that this chair can benefit you for a long term rather than a short term. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that is the most spectacular with these is – the wheel placement, I know this sounds real weird, I'm getting inside baseball and stuff, but the um, the back wheel of the chair, the big wheel, is generally on a broken leg chair put behind your back. It's based on the foot, the, the back posts. With a, a, a customized chair, we put it directly below your shoulders, which means it's directly below your center of gravity, which makes it feel like it's 300 times lighter. Um, it also makes it turn faster and it's easier to manipulate. And so people who are wheelchair bound find uh, quite a difference between a broken leg chair and a custom chair. Yeah. Well, how does, who determines between who may need a, a customized chair that's more manual versus a, a motorized chair? How does that That's process? a good question. As part of the process of getting these, we go through what's called a wheelchair evaluation and we use a third party. So it's not me that makes that decision. It is uh, a physical or occupational therapist. So we work together with a physical or occupational therapist to see what your strengths, weaknesses, uh, what you can do, what your range of motion are, what are the things that, that you're trying to do. Um, if all you want to do is get up and from your bed, roll to your lazy boy and stay in your lazy boy all day and then roll back to bed, then you don't need a customized chair. You don't need a power chair. You just need something simple. Um, but if you're going to live in the chair and it's really going to be important, it's going to be your legs and it's going to be your life, 
then we need to make sure it's the right fit for you. And so we coordinate with your physical therapist, whether it's with the home health or an outsourced uh, physical therapist. And we try to make sure we make the right decision and uh, make it work best for you. Uh-huh. Yeah, now this isn't, we were, as we were talking earlier, this isn't a next day process. There is a, right. a long drawn out process from the point of someone thinking maybe I need a wheelchair to actually getting into a wheelchair. I mean, that's, you know, a customized wheelchair. So just to give you an idea, there's there's two ways of getting the products I'm talking about. One is cash. You buy it, you got it. It's really easy. Um, and that can be done uh, pretty quick, uh, days. Mm-hmm. The other way is going through insurance. And then when we go through insurance, we got to go play by their rules. And their rules are they don't want to pay for this stuff, so we have to convince them. And part of that convincing is doing the wheelchair evaluation. Part of it is meeting with the specialist, and part of it is meeting with the doctor. This takes about a month to gather all that paperwork if everybody does well. Once we've gathered the paperwork, we submit it to insurance, and then they sit on it for a month before they give us a decision one way or another. So we're looking if everybody does really well, everybody uh, moves quickly, then we're looking at being able to deliver a chair in two months from the time you start. Uh, most of the time, we try to really get there. Uh, but sometimes a physical therapist doesn't have the right schedule, the doctor is not able to see you, things like that, and it can push it off to longer. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is a long process. Yeah, and when someone is experiencing less mobility and they feel like, hey, maybe I would benefit from a, a wheelchair, where is the first place they need to start? Do they need to start with their doctor? Do they need to, to call you? Or um, where is the first place to start? Well, the first place to start can change per person. Um, if you've got, if you're seeing the doctor, by all means, let the doctor know and the doctor will send me everything they need that I need and we'll get things started. If you're using home health, for instance, and you have a good relationship with your physical therapist or your nurse, let them know. They'll communicate it to me as well. Mm-hmm. Or if you're just interested and you want to just call, you can call directly to my office and we'll get things rolling there and we'll contact the doctor and the therapists and all those things. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a number of ways, but the easiest way is contact your doctor and have them contact us. One of the benefits of that is the doctor has to be involved. If the doctor says, I don't think you need it, that's a really important thing to know going in. Because <laughs> if you say, I want a powered wheelchair, and they say, why? And you say, to go to the mailbox, they're going to say, that's not a medical justification. Uh-huh. It's got to be a medical justification, not just a want or an interest. Right. And, you know, we think about things like Medicare. There is a sense of Medicare is watching the dollars that are spent. And, you know, if you want to, a motorized wheelchair just to do a few things, you know, occasionally, that's not going to justify Medicare or the Medicare Advantage plan spending thousands of dollars Correct. for this wheelchair. So it, there has to be a justifiable need mm-hmm. um, for that. Uh, I guess, I don't know if appliance is the right word or just uh, device. What, device, yeah. the medical device, I guess. Medical device is what uh, they're called. Um, uh, and going to Walmart is not a medical necessity uh, by their definition. Right. <laughs> <laughs> going to your mailbox is not a de- medical necessity. And part of the thing is going to the doctor is not considered a medical necessity. Their uh, reasoning is if you need a power chair, you probably are not going to drive, which means somebody else is going to be with you, which means somebody else can push you. Mm-hmm. So 
why would they pay for a, uh, a a lift, for instance, something to put on the back of your car to get the chair to the doctors if somebody else can just push you anyway? Right. So if they feel like you have more support, they may be more inclined to pay for a manual chair that someone can push you versus a motorized chair. Would but, that be accurate? No, no. In, in that case, what we'll, we still will build the case okay. on what's their best interest. I got you. Because, um, okay. you know, the thing is, when you're around your house, most people's life when they're wheelchair bound is centered around their house. They need to be able to get around their house safely and healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they are, if you're getting the chair to go out and about, that's nice, but it can't be the reason to get it. Uh-huh. So you can take your chair wherever you want to, but we can't justify it to insurance right. as being going to Walmart. Sure. I got you. <laughs> well, it's important. You know, mobility is important. It, it is. It, you know, affects our mental well-being, you know, our independence, our mental well-being. Um, so I, I was working with a patient that had had a stroke, and uh, we were at his house demonstrating one of the chairs. And he got in the chair and was driving around with a little bit. We were kind of cutting up. And I said, well, why don't you go to the refrigerator and get some drink? And so he drove the chair into the refrigerator, opened the door, and got himself a drink. And I noticed that the lady sitting next to me, his wife, was just crying. And I was like, what did I do? <laughs> and she said that's the first time in a year and a half since his stroke that he's gotten anything for himself. Mm-hmm. And just getting a glass of water is huge for someone who can't move. Uh-huh. Somebody who's had a stroke and part of their body is completely in, 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 immobilized. Mm-hmm. So the the effect that these chairs have on people are, are wide and varied. Uh-huh. Well, we really appreciate the service you provide to people. And Mike, if somebody does have a question about these type of chairs... How would they get in touch with you? Do you have a specific number that people could call? They call my cell phone directly, um, and you can even text this cell phone directly. And the, the number is 256-417-3269. Um, I'm on the road a lot, so I may not answer the phone when I'm driving because I try not to be dangerous. Uh, so we've got an office number, and the gal there is named Brenda, and she's really great. And the number there is 256 256- Four three zero nine eight nine seven, and most of the doctors have my fax information, so uh, just let them know that you want your stuff faxed over, and they'll take care of it. Okay, Mike, is there any last kind of word or message you'd like to share with our well, listeners before we close up? Yeah, one of the things is insurance pays for a new chair about it once every five years, um, which makes you think that you have to wait five years. If you got a chair, say, for instance, you had a stroke and you were at uh, Encompass and you came home from Encompass with a wheelchair, you may think, eh, that's the only wheelchair I can get for five years. It's not kind of the case. We can justify a different style chair. If we move from one coded chair to a different code, we don't have to wait five years. We just have to justify the need. If you've developed wounds, if you've had a stroke, if you have any kind of uh, paralysis, uh, any spinal cord injury development with MS, uh, ALS, muscular dystrophy, you've had um, uh, anything that is a change in your need from the time you got that wheelchair, that is something we can justify. If you've got a, a wheelchair that isn't right for you, many, many clients go home from strokes with a manual wheelchair that in the facility they work fine because everything there is flat 
and hard surfaces. They get home, they've got shag carpeting. All they can do is go in circles. Um, that's not the right product. And that's not hard to justify getting the right product. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't let five years be an implement, uh, impediment. Um, let us get involved. We'll find out where you're at in the insurance range, uh, time and try to justify what you need rather than what you got. There's certainly a lot of misinformation about insurance and what they'll cover, what they won't. So your best option is to contact a specialist, someone who's experienced, uh, call Mike or one of his associates, and they are going to really be able to, to give you the correct answer but about one of the, this. One other thing to throw in is Hometown Healthcare is one of the rare durable medical goods companies that has an assistive technology professional, a specialist that does seating. Uh, and so we're able to do pretty advanced chairs. Um, a lot of durable medical goods companies can get you a broken leg chair. They can get some simple stuff. But the goods, the stuff for long-term sitting, you've got to have an ATP or the insurance won't even process the paperwork. Mm. So uh, that's one of the things. There's only 4,000 ATPs in the United States. And when you consider Chicago, New York, and L.A., that, that's not many. <laughs> um, and so having uh, one, we have actually got several for in the company. One locally, one located here, one in Montgomery. We've got several in Mississippi. Well, when you want the elite level of support, contact uh, home, uh, Hometown Healthcare, the wheelchair guys, and I know they'll do the best they can to help you with your needs. Um, Mike, thank you for being with us today. I appreciate that and appreciate the information you're sharing with us. You're welcome. Thank uh, you very much for having me. It's great. You're welcome. And this you have been listening to Al Senior Moments, where we talk about important matters to seniors. And uh, the show is sponsored by Medicare Strategies. Um, there are a lot of people who are trying to help people with Medicare, sign them up on different plans. But when you need local support, local expertise, contact Medicare Strategies. Thank you for listening and have a great day.